record and i think we are recording hello folks sorry about that a bit of teething issues there but we're getting this ball rolling hello governor how are you in uh, devon yes very good in the uk over here still wet and wild and i still see that you're hanging on with the snow over there very yeah. seasonal for you texans to be basking in freezing temperatures <laughs> what a bloody week yeah it just to show these folks at home or the, the if you're listening you can see all the snow in the trees up there it's snowing it's been snowing all day and it's still snowing now and this is after we had that big snowstorm earlier in the week so it's just endless world's gone wrong eh what's going on <laughs> mental there's global warming for you and uh well, kind of parks back to your uh your your lager review how it's carbon negative so maybe maybe everyone drinks carbon negative beer we'll see the temperatures rise in texas and the snow fall back over here again who knows who knows let's get it right any excuse to ever drink eh? hey any excuse that's what we aim to do but uh, before we start going on we're just gonna get we're gonna follow our routine and we just have our little segment he's got some beer news for you and i Oh, have you? Oh, I haven't got any. Sorry. But uh, do you? Well, I've got a little bit of beer news on the worldwide front that uh, people might find it interesting. I'm not sure if you've heard about it, but just to skim over it a bit. um, A few days ago now in Egypt, archaeologists have found what they believe to be the world's oldest brewery. Oh, I did hear about this. Yeah, they uncovered it 5,000 years ago. They reckon that this was up and running. A very impressive setup that these uh, Egyptians have. It's a couple of hundred miles south of Cairo. And um, the place, give me a second. Where did I see what the place was called? Uh, one minute. I can't find that. But oh, anyway, cool. they found these. They found these um, pots that um, were really well preserved and they could produce, they reckon, with a heated water grain mixture through different phases of the fermentation process. It's an industrial sized facility that could produce up to 5,900 gallons at any time. They reckon that they've extracted some 5,000 year old yeast samples from it. And um, but no beer? It didn't no, survive. no cans left, I'm afraid. Oh, that's what it's called. Sorry about this, folks, on the, on the fly here. But um, they found it in a, a royal, burial gra- royal burial ground of Abydos, which is, yep, just what I said, 280 miles south of Cairo under the early first dynastic period under King Nama himself. Oh, he likes yeah. a fine, if I remember rightly. <laughs> I did hear about him. Yeah, I did hear he was a bit of a fan of the old ale. Um, yeah. I, it begs to, you, you beg to wonder what they were producing, what kind of beer. You know, obviously it wasn't an IPA or one of these modern such ones, but would it have been on the lines of meads, you know, early beers like that? But interesting. I'm sure they'll find more about that, you know. Yeah, um, maybe. Um, yeah, well, maybe they can get it from the yeast and whatever else they found there, and yeah, brew it up. Oh, bit of a bit of an Egyptian special. 
we'll be walking like that, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. That would be you know, marvellous. That's why they all got pissed up. They all walked like that and they all made their houses like fucking triangles. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Too much of the good Who knows? I know. All right. I guess we should probably get on with this and talk about a beer. So what yeah. what what have you what I have no idea what you have. What do you have in Devon? Well, I've been sucking on a lager while I was waiting for you to uh, appear. And uh I'm not drinking a lager tonight. I reviewed that the other night. I am reviewing a pale ale from the Turning Point Brew Company, Milk Foley. Now, this is a strawberry and cream pale ale, and this is uh, what they describe a milkshake for all mankind. Now, there's two hints there, mankind, milk foley. Oh, yeah. One other person or two other people in that mix could be Cactus Jack himself, bang, bang, <laughs> or, even, or even the lesser seen dude love. Now, oh. that is the uh, alter egos of a famous wrestler in america and the wwe called mick foley and the pattern behind on the can was sort of like the the checkered shirt he would wear as yeah Captain that's Jack. right yeah uh, but mick foley is his real name so this is sort of a tribute or a a, a, a hint towards him himself uh, mick foley has become milk foley and it is this what they describe as a milkshake now as a pale ale I have never had one before that declares to be milkshake flavours. So this is a first for me, folks. Uh, I'm looking forward to trying it, but I won't, won't deny there's a bit of a, a bit of doubt in my mind whether I'm going to enjoy this. But that's what this is all about. Exactly, so, uh, it's something new. Shall I, shall I get a shall I get a pour on? Yeah, you stop pouring, and then I'll and, introduce uh, mine. I, I must admit, I love the. I do love that little look there. That's this is fantastic. a York, this is a Yorkshire brewery, which I'll draw on about later. What's the name of the brewery? Just it down. is the Turning Point Brew Company. Okay, okay. Well, I've get... got all that. I got all the all the know how, all the wisdom coming later. Good stuff. The knowledge. Oh my god, that just smells like a strawberry milkshake as, as wow. it states to be so so it's a bit of a move from a stout actually you go in for not a stout i'm going for something it doesn't look right in my brain <laughs> coming out like a you know, i'm not sure if you see it on the camera properly but it's coming out like a reddy color like a oh, it's very hard i wish you could see the bottom of that but i can i we can make it for out our folks on the listening to this in their ears on the uh Spotify um, podcast, it is like a milkshakey type of consistency. It's very strange. Um, it looks like beer, don't get me wrong, but there's a ready hue to it as if you'd mixed a bit of milkshake in with water. So let's give it a sniff. Yeah, I got to say, I'm picking that up. I can make it out. So I'm sure the viewers oh, can. That is just, that is strawberry and cream. That's all. If you pass me that, and said sniff that and i was blindfolded i'd say that was a milkshake so shall wow. i give it a, shall i give it a quick taste see how it goes yeah have a taster before have i get taste. into mine we want to get an idea of what you sup in there mm. 
Well, it's very unique, very different to what I would usually go for. And like you say, it's poles apart from a stout, but it's pleasant. It's a, it's a maybe a summery drink more than anything. Oh, but let's I, see how we go. So, first I, impressions are it tastes all right. Oh, so far. Yeah, yeah. So, what yeah. have you got for us over yeah. there then? So today in today in this this cold snowy Texas weather, I'm going with stout and it's soft oh. pants. Look at that for a can artwork. For those listening in, it's this very psychedelic kind of seventies ish kind yeah. of vibe to the can. Yeah, seventies wallpaper or carpet, bit crazy. Bit crazy. Wood aged pastry stout with vanilla. Um, and it's, well, it basically describes a luxurious beer for those times when putting on your real pants and leaving the house just doesn't seem like a good idea. I hear you today. Oh, <laughs> hey, you picked that one out the larder in you. That's a suitable beer for today. Seemed a bit right. It's a collaboration and it's notes of French toast and exotic spices, chocolate and vanilla. So... I'm going to start pouring this one and see if I can get a bit of a taste because I know the... I like, I like the sound of the uh, the added vanilla that they've stated. I do like vanilla. It's strange, isn't it? When you're a kid, you pick any flavour you want, but especially ice cream now. If I was to pick an ice cream, I'd pick a nice vanilla. Can't oh, yeah. It. Not Beautiful. all these little fancy... When you're kids, you want everything, strawberry bananas peaches the works you know but raspberries it, in the colors blue you ain't seen <laughs> a fucking blue raspberry ever but no never got that they're always blue and even the raspberry drinks right a blue blue coloring and stuff yeah, what does it not. mean i'd understand if it was blueberry maybe that's a rot your teeth i should think rot your teeth oh. anyway sorry let's get back to yeah. alex so let's have a smell, see if I can pull up some in my Samuel Smith, good old British brewery glass. Oh, definitely vanilla there. Very strong. Cho I'm picking up chocolate as well in, this, in the in the hints. What do they call it? The bouquet. Should we start? Oh, or, or the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> good one there, Mrs. Yeah. Bucket. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, Sorry. a little bit surprising, was it, Rev? <laughs> no, it was you making me laugh here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was like the first time I saw someone have a sip of Guinness. The lager boy had a sip of Guinness. Oh, almost the reflux come out. And what's going on? <laughs> and I got it all over the computer. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, kill me. No, it was only little But let the taste here. Richard is very creamy, i got to say. And it's sweet as well. Really what the hell's going on with you, Ref? You, you're all like, you're all at sixes and sevens outside in the snow, aren't you? What's happening? I, I've had, I did have a beer earlier, but not that many. I knocked my can over. I've spilt my soft pants everywhere. Actually, all over my pants. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and your coat, by the look of it, your coat's come off. Is yeah, we're eating, honestly. It's a mess here. I'm sorry. This is so unprofessional. I, he was I, kicked out of Wales. He was kicked out of England. And it looks like he's going to be kicked out of America pretty soon. Absolute disgrace. <laughs> I'm letting the dray barrels down here. I apologise. And thank oh. God for the governor here. <laughs> well, look, I, 
while Marco clears up his mucky paws, um, <laughs> I didn't mention the percentage on my beer here, nor my half milkshake beer, which is uh, a 6.3%. Now, as I've been sipping this, if you stuck a, a bit of lime in that and a, a few ice cubes and a little one of those umbrellas and handed that to me, I, I would say that it was like one of those sort of uh, larger cocktails you can get. Oh, like me, Malibu or something? For me, it's more of like a cocktaily flavour, like a, or maybe not, or, or like a, um, what did they call them? Like a Bacardi Breezer type of yeah. flavour. And the colour of it is very much like that. Wow. It's pleasant, but it, if you gave it to me on a blind test, I wouldn't necessarily say that it was beer. It does well. It obviously looks like a beer, but if you were tasting it, so you can't really pick up any of the alcohol in it. There's nothing, nothing like that filtering through. It doesn't taste really strong. It doesn't taste six point three percent. It, you can taste this alcohol in it, but it, it's um, you wouldn't say that was beer. Wow. But then I'll get to that in a minute. So yeah, yeah. Go have you yeah. um? I should puddle old puddle pants, old soft pants over there. Have you sorted yourself out? Are you ready to join the yeah, rest? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Um, I gotta say, I don't know what the percentage of this beer is. I can't seem to find it on my untapped, and it doesn't say on the can. So I may be able to look elsewhere. Have a sort of it, it must say it on that can. You can't I take it back. Yeah, very yeah. small writing. Twelve percent. So probably six percent for me, considering I spilled half of it down my pants. No wonder you spilt it. <laughs> It'll be all over the place. They'll find, you know, later on when your good wife looks for you, she'll just follow the tracks in the snow and find you <laughs> leaning somewhere asleep in face down in the snow. Under the old oak trees oh there, a trail god. of stout. Oh, oh god. god. You look like that. You're looking more and more like that tramp on Christmas on Division Street, but um, there we are. <laughs> I won't show you my socks. Needless to say, my socks are now stout speckled. <laughs> oh if he's not talking about the weather, he's talking about his mess. Well, so let's get back down okay. to business. These folks yeah. over here, they're probably worrying about your mental health at the moment <laughs> rather than uh, the good beer review that they were hoping to tune in for. So... While you settle your nerves and get back, I'll, I'll rattle on about my beer a little bit. So, All right, sounds good. This is stated, as I've said before, it's sweet. It tastes a bit different. It is a pale ale. Um, it is a milkshake-style beer. Now, this comes from a place in Yorkshire, and funnily enough, my stout before was from Yorkshire. I've done a few from there. Good area in, in the British Isles for brewing. Um, and it comes from a place called Knaresborough. Now, I know Knaresborough very well. I've been on holiday there a few times, and I didn't realise that this was from Knaresborough until I looked it up earlier. Um, in fact, Knaresborough is a lovely place. It's um, just sort of to the west of York, which is the main um, city in Yorkshire, and not far from Harrogate, sort of in between the two. Um, Turning Point Brew Company is set up there in 2017 by a couple of lads called Aaron and Cameron who decided we're going to go for it we're going to go for the dream 
we're going to open a microbrewery and really go for different tasting beers and their mind was open from what i gather their mind was open to try anything new so this is why this one is different to what i'm sort of used to if you like you know it's uh it's a bit out there it's it's pushing the boundaries you know you know there's going to be an audience that absolutely love this i don't mind it there's going to be an audience that absolutely love this and i dare say that a few of their other beers that i've looked up on um as them now texting me um they i think a few of their other beers um you know are going to be really enjoyable they've got a couple of few different versions of stouts they've got one that's a mint flavor which is nice yeah no i haven't really thought about that before and they've got this one called listen to the name of this one grave digger biscuits espresso martini stout so they use martini i wonder well they must do i mean it's in the name so well maybe i mean i only just picked up a couple like we usually do a couple of their other beers they do is uh disco king which is an american pale ale exile pilsner they've got quite a few beers and then there's a cool one really cool design which is like a that iconic freddie mercury yellow jacket and sort of a an image a bit like that of him holding up a microphone and it's called it's an ipa and it's it's a can of magic oh lovely jubbly i love that i think that's really cool well um that yeah they've set up and they're doing pretty well they um have got exclusive um partnership with a pub in york which i mentioned earlier called the fosgate tap and they permanently showcase all of their beers um they also have um a tap room in uh Nesborough, which I said, which is called, um, I can't remember. It's called something, but it's, uh, I haven't written that down. Sorry, folks. But they've got a really cool tap room in Nesborough, which is currently closed. And um, the taps on the wall on their website, have got these great big wooden pegs like that. And it, they just look, it looks really cool. You know, it looks, it looks like a really cool place to go out. Now, like yeah. I said, I know Nairsborough. When I was a kid, that's the first place I ever played pitch and putt golf. And uh, when I zoomed in on Google earlier, we're talking over 30 years ago, that pitch and putt course is still there. And the place we stayed in, you're like this, Marco. Nairsborough is the home to old Mother Shipton's Cave. Oh, nice. Oh, you go, now, you go in Mother there? Shipton. Yeah, you can visit there. Mother Shipton's Cave, proper cave. Mother Shipton's Cave. She was an old English soothsayer. It's a bit of a a cool place to visit now. It's not overly huge, but like I've said before with Yorkshire, there's a lot of beautiful places close by. And also in the town of Nairsborough, there's a pub called The World's End. Which oh. is just like from that uh, like Simon the movie. Pegg film. Yeah, the movie. That right? Simon Pegg film. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Brilliant. and that's there. So that's pretty cool as well. But the uh, the guys have done a great job there. Their microbrewery is pretty sort of large. If you know, some microbreweries are just a room, but it's quite a quite a large space. The tap room looks great. 
and the pub in York looks great as well. So um, at the moment, um, they have got a bit of a deal with uh, Sainsbury's going on. I've mentioned that over here in the UK, which is one of the big supermarkets. And um, that's where I get a lot of my stuff because my wife works there, but also because they rotate a lot of their beers for new ones. And at the moment, um, they're, they're, few of their cans are cropping up in the stores. So, And let me it. ask you this. I do you think Sainsbury's and maybe Tesco's and the, the, the Morrison's are they really drum, jumping on the, the bandwagon with these craft beer scene in the well? Some of them you can go into, and they have a large, a large probably 50, 50 different um, craft brews and fifty yeah. different. Uh, you know, they they always have the what I would call the the British style brown bottle you know what we're used to the yeah. sort of pint bottles but then they've got a lot of these cans and you see all the boys from brew dog there you see all of the um piston heads and things like that and and there's a lot of choice but they they do rotate them a bit a couple well, of stores good. are smaller than the others but like i've explained over here we we tend to get our beers especially down here there isn't many off licenses especially um there is there is a craft beer shop in town but um you know if if you want anything quickly that's where you get them from the supermarkets really and yeah there's a lot of choice so it's good that's fun. good for me anyway oh yeah i i wanted to just give a mention to a store uh when i was back in wales and it's in cardiff if you're in that area listening any of the welsh guys it's called wally's and it's in the in the market in uh, one of the little markets going through to um, Queen Street, I believe, and it is fantastic. We used to go there as kids for like um, Polish sausage for my grandfather. But when I was there last time, I picked up a lot of beers. They have a fantastic craft beer selection. They've got a room just dedicated to craft beers. Yeah, we'll see now that's where I'm jealous with you in America because. I think San Antonio is a similar size to Cardiff, really, when I've looked at population and things. So you've yeah. got plenty of sort of scope population wise to to keep these smaller places going. But where I live is a lot less. There's probably 100,000 people between 100,000, 200,000 people. And there's not as many of these smaller places yeah about so when you say oh i've been in here and i've been there and you know you've got all these things on your doorstep in san antonio i'm pretty jealous because unless i go to sort of exeter or bristol or like you say cardiff then yeah i haven't got that choice at the moment i can order it in but i do like to peruse the shelf myself you know well the thing is on a lot of these sites you have to order you'd have to order quite a few right you can't order just one can um i know it's kind of a lot of the times in the stores it's like four cans and six cans but there are some really good stores here in san antonio where you can just take one can or two can and you can actually pull them off the four packs which is kind of a normal yeah yeah now i've seen that but um yeah you know like we're talking about this like this is bought as an individual can oh wow that's yeah funny. that that's what the craft scene is in the supermarkets now that say 10 years ago apart from the bottles we've talked about you wouldn't have been able to buy a single can no you would oh. have had to buy at least a four pack or bigger but now i mean this this isn't cheap this was four quid 
Now, for four quid, you can get four cans of lager, you can get four cans of bitter, but yeah. it's something different. You're buying it because of the taste. You're buying it because it is different, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. What's that? Your plant? <laughs> Sorry, if you can hear that, I think it's a cat prowling around. Oh, I've got a cat here. I've got a dishwasher on. I know if, if anyone's wondering what the hell is going on. I saw the cat. He strolled on past. Climbed out of the dishwasher. Man. Okay, <laughs> I guess. Have you got any more to say? Yes, I have, actually. Their little statement, and I'll say this before we move on to yours. Yeah. Aaron and um, Cameron, their little sort of statement was when you drink their beers, they would like to invite you into their little world, which is filled with hops, good music, and space travel. Ooh, that's out there. Uh, yeah, it is. And some of their cans are really, you know, like the artwork. We talk about the artwork. They've got someone that works with them um, who's a, you know, independent artist. And some of their cans designs are really good you know really cool yeah. looking and different but easy to read which i always like i like to be able to make milk foley bosh know what yeah. that is but appreciate the artwork rather than trying to find out what it is or yeah, yeah. you know yeah no i hear you sometimes so sorry i've rattled on a bit but no um, no you've given us um you know taking me back your... on mother shipton's caves taking me back to my youth <gasps> seven that, years that old eight years old uh, but before you say that, just a quick question. Is Yorkshire the biggest county in England or is it like the second biggest? I can't remember. Offhand. No, I think it's the biggest county. Yeah, I thought in that. In England, it's, it's, um, it's a huge, great slab of land. When we, uh, I believe it was the 2012 Olympics when we were in England, or it could have been the uh, in Britain rather, or it could have been the Beijing ones in 2008, but I'm sure it was the 2012 when it was in London that Yorkshire, as a county, medal-wise, won more medals than the whole of Australia. I remember that. I remember yeah. hearing that, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're very proud. A couple of my heroes from triathlon, the Brownlee brothers, come from Yorkshire. Oh, yeah. You know, a couple of good friends of ours, um, a chap we used to know, Christopher Walling, with huge, huge hands, like... You know, if this was my child's hand, his hand would be here. Yeah. Absolute like. shovels of hands, you know. Yeah. yeah. He would, uh, he could wrestle a bear and not break a sweat. You know, they are made of stern stuff from Yorkshire. They are. And, um, They're a hard know, a of, And there's a lot of these breweries are up there, like I've mentioned before. So that's a bit of a Bit of York Minster, bit of York itself. York is a beautiful city. I know that you and your good wife want to go there one day, but it is do, beautiful yeah. architecture, beautiful place. So um, marvelous. Well, let's, from, let's hear a bit about from York from here. the rolling hills of Yorkshire and the caves of Yorkshire. We go all the way to Minnesota in the far north of the United States of America. Oh, so it's a bit of co collaboration between two breweries out of Minnesota, Fair State Brewing Cooperative and Barrel Theory Brewing Company. One is in uh, Minneapolis, which I believe is on the south mid um, east side of uh, Minnesota. And the other one is St. Paul's, which is actually the capital of um, 
Minnesota. So I think Minneapolis is a lot bigger than Minnesota, but it's kind of one of those cold northern states right on the border of Canada. If you look at Minnesota Vikings, I the old, the old uh, American football. I I remember them very well from. Oh, is that where they come from? The Vikings is Minnesota, Minneapolis. I don't I don't follow the gridiron much, but uh, so I'll go into each brewery because there's a little bit of info on each one. It's a collaboration, as I said. I just see see if you can see the symbol, brewing symbols there. Um, yeah, I so, can see that. But yeah, this is my second. Of eight for infinity is that? I don't know. Oh, maybe I. That's my that's my second collab, and I know you've done a collaboration one as well. Um, so, uh, Fair State Brewing first. It's a cooperative brewing. Uh, they are open, just to give you some facts. They do have a lovely beer garden, by the look of it. nice and open. And they're open Thursdays through Sundays, and you can pick up beers. They have a curbside uh, beer pickup as well. Now, it's kind of cool how they got together. Uh, just to give you a little bit of spiel about how they met and where they came from. Our story starts on the rugby pitch. Oh, good old boys. Oh, <laughs> fucking here we go. <laughs> Where founder Evan Salil, Nico Tonks and Matt Hornk first met while playing for rival teams. So they oh, were... it's only gay in the scrum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get those boys together. <laughs> the, <laughs> the competition turned to friendship. And while homebrewing together, the idea of founding a brewery started simmering. Then the notion of a cooperatively owned brewery came to life when the three founders had beers together in Black Star Co-op in Austin. Now, I know Austin very well. I've not come across this Black Star Co-op. It's one I'm going to check out and see if I can you don't find know it. it. You don't know it too well, then? No, but I know Austin itself. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I'm Yankee, saying. I'm yanking your chain, ref. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. No, you're right. I don't know with that if I've missed that one. So yeah, it's um, our founders believed in an operation of craft breweries that were opaque and that there was a gap between being a home brewer and owning a brewery. Well, obviously, yeah. The founders hoped that the co-op model would provide a way for consumers to be more involved in the operations. And that kind of is what it boils down to, um, which is interesting. There's, um, there's 1,500 uh, members of this cooperative right now. Yeah. Um, so you, I believe you probably pay a certain fee, but you get the chance to help in designing recipes, uh, help as a volunteer. But what you get in return is you get happy hour pricing all day long so cheap beers all the time so it's probably very beneficial if you're in the area um 10 of all beer purchases and merchandise and a me member only events as well they have special gatherings and member so it's just like a club i suppose in a way so it's very interesting so what it's asking sort of they're a bigger brewery and they're asking for collaborations yeah, with smaller microbreweries or yeah well no what it boils down to is like local well people any people but also companies in the area can get involved and be part of this cooperative which is ever growing um, oh, right. they, they can be involved in and they actually 
have meetings and they can be involved in the direction the breweries go going so kind of All like right. a shareholder yeah. well a proper cooperative yeah i see what you mean yeah yeah so it's kind of interesting i mean i've not come across a cooperative uh brewery before but obviously they're out there um so yeah that's i won't talk too much about because there's two breweries i've got to get through here but just to name a few of their beers perchance yeah. you want to pick up a few good good mix actually this brewery they had all kinds of different uh beers going but they've got one called a5 which is a fruited kettle sour so if you like your fruity summer beers that's one for you um you like this one big doinks it's called oh so we've gone back into wrestling again there <laughs> you go yeah remember him Oh, Doink the Clan. And then one of the one of the reviews I'd done very early on, maybe if not, might, might have been our Halloween one. That was from Top Rope Brewing, Liverpool yeah. way. And all of their beers are wrestling themed. That's what is it? It's big. It's that Stone Cold Steve Austin drinking all those lagers. That's what it is. <laughs> it, it ingrained in these, and they were of a certain age, and they ingrained in their minds. And they started opening all these breweries breweries you know, they, didn't, they didn't name them after rugby players did they i know that's a shame maybe there's a name it after old bill beaumont or anyone like that no shane williams jonathan davis oh, I know. <laughs> oh jiffy they could name it jiffy couldn't they <laughs> gareth edwards cocktail oh cheeky <laughs> only so in the many. scrum lads only in the scrum only in the scrum that's only for the scrum um but that's an extra dank ipa so I bet that's pretty potent. Um, and then they have one called Brahm, which is which is an English style barley wine aged in a mix of barrels. So in, Oh, that don't sound nice for me. I don't know. Uh, it'd be a bit strong, bit just a bit yeah, heavy, I suppose. Maybe heavy, I don't know. I think my wife no. that, but stuff like that for me. Barley wine barreled. It don't sound nice to me. No, it'd be like drinking a straight. I don't know. I mean, I like sours and that's in the quiet taste and sometimes they're strong, but a barley wine, I don't know, not so much. And kind of in the similar style of farmhouse ales, you know. I do like yeah. some farmhouse ales, but if they are very strong. But probably just to get into the other brewery quickly um, before we go on too much. Yeah. Barrow Thea Beer Company. Um, now, this is St. Paul's, Minnesota. I've got a bit of info on... Oh, man. They go into it a little bit. They're pretty deep. You keep uh, talking, Rick. I'm just going to let my cat out. It's driving me fucking nuts. Yeah, you do that. You, you keep can, talking. I'll, I'll keep talking. Yeah, he's listening in. Our name is derived Liebig Law of Minimum, which explains the capacity of a barrel is always limited by its shortest stave. Yeah, I'm, that goes on a bit. I'm not going to talk about that. But um, it's a, at Barrafiri, we don't define our brand by our best selling or most successful product, but the overall quality of our beers and customer service. So that comes to the forefront, I guess, with those guys. Our quality control philosophy is simple. If the beer isn't something we are proud of, we won't serve it to you. So oh, well, I like that. Fair play. Yeah. You know, I like a, they, they have a similar kind of. A lot of these breweries are that way inclined, which I like. Um, and their founders, Brett Splinter, Timothy Johnson and Todd types are bring years of combined industry experience and knowledge. Ooh, so they're pretty, Johnson. 
No, they're pretty established, and they've got a lot of accolades actually for their um, for their beers and brewery itself. So that's kind of cool. So we um, just a question for you while you're there. Yeah, both of these breweries you've mentioned, um, they've got decent websites. You can order from them direct. Or that's a good point, and something we should mention is they both of these breweries. Obviously, with COVID, it is hard to get out to these places right now, and obviously the great vast distances in the USA is tough. But they have a very good website, and you can actually order the beers online as well. That's that's one thing I um didn't mention with uh, my guys at turning point is that their website they're a microbrewery like they're young young chaps they've got a decent website though and you can order any of the beers that they've got on at the moment through their website um direct so a lot yeah. of these are doing it now but we we better give them the shout out they deserve for all their hard work so Definitely. it's good isn't it it's, it's it's fantastic imagine years ago before the internet you'd hear about a brewery and you might find their number in a phone book and ring them up but you don't know nothing about it now you can go on with the world wide web i don't know if you've got it over there but we got it here yes got to us cool i'll tell <laughs> you what you type in anything it comes up i know but if you think about it even when we were living together in devon uh, breweries weren't quite as accessible as they are now think a big part of it is to do with the internet but like me and martin went to um um a summer beer festival once and it had all these different beers you know on tap from different uh, breweries right it was in that pub down the road for the, the the summer festival but you wouldn't actually go to these breweries themselves oh no not bar now bar now remember bar now and what did you have yeah you had a, a... i found it really dark probably dark and my my barner was really light but you know that back then right but now we probably appreciate it a little bit more on hindsight well, it's funny you've brought that pub up i'm, well, I'm not going to give him a shout out no 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 i'm not going to give him a shout out but the actual um pub i met people that used to own it today strangely enough for the first time in about 10 years i spoke with them and uh bumped into them through work and um that's my dreg a bit later on so oh. it's strange that you've plucked that out the ether how strange yeah really odd actually it's how almost strange. like we put this show together with some sort of structure but yeah with spilling beer and all that it was all planned <laughs> but um I think you spilled it on your plant mate it's dead <laughs> yeah i by the way i am a plant person I won't go into that <laughs> if you're watching. Uh, yeah, you know, it's the weather. What can you do in this cold? You know, it's killing everything. Do you like that plant pot, though? Yeah, they're cool. You can fit I like the way it straddles the top of that. But, yeah, uh, they're pretty good design, you know, and you could grow Taking me back, it looks like my tooth. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I will mention the TV issues that the governor had today, <laughs> dentist and all that. But yeah, they're all fitted now. Oh, they don't. Pay teeth, don't, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Sorry, Barrel Theory Brew, Barrel Theory Beer Company. Just to finish off with you guys, fantastic website again, as the governor said. Go, please go and check them out. And what I love about these websites, you can get their story as well. They go into, yes. you know, you find out what where they came from, the idea, what their story is brilliant. And um, 
you know, you know I love with these ones. Sorry to interrupt, but no, I love it when you click on the about on their page, and I love a three paragraph summary. Some of them go on for a little bit long. Some of them are a bit short. I think a three paragraph summary it, it sticks with you. Then you remember all that stuff. Yeah, and it, um, it does, it, you know. But it is good. It is. Is like we've just been talking about. It's incredible. Right. You sort of know where the beers come from, what their ethics are behind it, and it's it's good stuff. Exactly, and you, you a lot of them have the photos of the guys that work there as well. So yeah, you see the you know what the team looks like, and usually a bit of info about each one. So same with these. You know, both these websites have that kind of thing. So just to name a couple of beers, you know, I'll keep this short and sweet. Um, That's what Rain, she said. Yeah, Raindrops, which is an IPA. They do another stout, um, Black Lotus, which is a milk sweet kind of stout, probably similar to this, you know, uh, more like a pastry stout. And they also do MPG Sour. Now, I did notice these guys kind of stick to IPAs, stouts and sours, a lot of stouts and sours. So they obviously specialize a little bit in, in that. Which is like fine. the name of the Black Lotus. That sounds cool doesn't it yeah i'll have to check out some of the artwork for these so, i mean i i'm this is the first beer i've had of theirs and it's a collaboration so it was a joint effort and i love that artwork but yeah that's barrow Thea beer company and fair state brewing so i'm almost down to my drag here breath yeah well i'll let you go first so for anyone that's new to the show just a quick run through we mark our beers out of 10 and we go for the half mark. So we could have a 1.5 and 9.5. Zero is the worst type of beer. 10 is the tip top. Not had a 10 yet, but um, yeah, that's how we review it. And then we have this bit of the week, which uh, a friend of ours is going to introduce. And it's uh, where we get something off of our chest. Yeah, so basically it is this, which I'll listen to. Well, here we are, it's Drinks of the Week, innit? Oh, so, maybe. Yeah, so I don't know if you want to go first or I want to go first. I'll let you go first. Yeah, my Drag of the Week is kind of on a national scale, really. It's it's um, the power troubles we've had in Texas because of this snow, basically, and how this state has been unable to function. I've... I've been at home for a week because of this snow out there and because the roads have been so bad. Most of the city has been out of power. Half the city has been out of water. Um, it's just terrible. And I've lost a week's wages because of it. And the, the governor will tell you, I've been downstairs today harvesting snow to melt just to put in my kettle. That's how bad it's got. Um, but it's just the infrastructure here is just awful. And there's a lot of blame going on right now. There was news article with the governor, um, what's his name, Abbott, going down to Mexico. So he kind of left Texas right when this this big old business hit with the snow, which we can't oh. cover. So he was down in Mexico with his family. So there's a lot. Oh, of, I bet he was. I, so, I think the old discipline might need to come out. The old discipline stick. You're telling me something. It's, it's funny, isn't it? It's funny because, like, you've shown me. I've seen the videos. I because you live in San Antonio, I do. I can type it in and follow a bit of news there. And you've had snow, but it's not like it's been a meter deep 
or anything colossal it's been snow which is rare for your area yeah but you don't have like you said the infrastructure in place you haven't got road gritters because it's so unusual yeah snow plows. the roads are so dangerous when you've shown me i think well why haven't you gone to work but it, you're yeah. just not used to it it's like when we have bad snow in britain the europeans like people from poland austria and norway the rest of it they just laugh at us because we oh we've had like four inches of snow the whole of the uk's come to a standstill where they have like meters of snow like feet deep like yeah i've got a polish friend up the road and, and i spoke to her tonight when she walked past with her dog and i said oh what's the weather like in poland and she said oh it's a meter deep i just <laughs> used to it you know in, in yeah. the europe i'm not sure if you know this but in europe probably like in the northern states of america i should imagine where you get a lot of snow for months of the year especially when you then go into canada and you're even more northern for your vehicle for your car you would have four snow tires which are kept in this special place it's an actual special building that is run and you go in there when it's the start of winter and they change your summer tires over to your winter tires and then you drive about with no care wow. over here you get a little bit of snow and the world falls apart <laughs> and, and i think that you guys in texas used to your scorching heat of uh yeah it's, it's just, not just yeah. six it's just fallen to bits and it's a good point but at least the electric never went out in britain well maybe in the 70s early 80s when we used to get it but it's this boggles and they knew this was coming and they didn't winter proof the power stations that was the big problem i think so and obviously our water pipes have burst and probably because some idiots have left didn't let their tap strip you know so yeah. there we go that's my drag anyway governor what is your drag of the week well hang on just before i get to my drag, are you sure you're not behind that water pipe <laughs> i do remember your days living in uh now i'm going to say newport and a few of you might think oh newport wales but no there's a place in barnstable called newport and when the ref used to live near us, um, when we, when me and my wife got a place on our own, and he had a flat on his own. He, he um, when he, he moved out, if you want, oh when, we, God. When, we, when he flew the nest. Um, but anyway, he decided to go on holiday, and I believe it was Canada. I think it he was went to Canada for a few weeks. Yeah, it and you was. lived in a block of four flats, and you decided for some reason to turn your water off <laughs> i did forgetting, I forgetting that the flat above you ran in sequence yeah and it caused something to back up and then i had a phone call because my number was the emergency number should anything go wrong from the ref's landlord saying could you come around with the key the pipes have burst <laughs> that was your fault <laughs> <laughs> through the entire block of flats they were all out of water the water yeah. came through the ceiling and soaked half of my books and countless damage to god knows what it was just a mess oh, and they're nice. good on the on the ref he didn't say a word to me he didn't want to spoil my trip to canada so i, I didn't got want back. to upset him and, uh, <laughs> it, 
and and both his parents were relieved that there was water damage stuff so he had to get rid of it rather than carry all this shit around with him because <laughs> i don't think you drove at the time or maybe you did drive at the time i don't know but your dad was sick and tired of taking yeah. work Shakespeare around in his fucking car <laughs> well i never read but <laughs> right, so my drag of the week anyway okay. that, was a, that was a yeah so that was, that was off uh, off piste if you like so here's my drag yeah yep empty this is the last bit so my drag of the week was um as marco touched on earlier not knowing where i'd been that's the honest truth my dray barrels that listen to the whole thing um i bumped into through work uh, a landlord of a pub that we used to live in a street that had two pubs i was a local at one of them at the other end of the street was another pub and we were only talking about 100 meters away was another pub and i used to probably go in there once every couple of weeks um, they were gr great for music and stuff. Well, behind the bar was a young couple at the time. And um, I saw them today and I said, oh, yeah, I used to live down here 10 years ago. And do you still run the pub and all that? And they said, no, because of COVID, it forced them out. Um, oh, my goodness. 19 years they'd been there. And uh, they just couldn't. When we went in, they, they survived the first lockdown. And then they couldn't survive the second lockdown because we're in our third lockdown over here at the moment yeah yeah and, and they've they had to hand it in reluctantly they had to hand it in because they just couldn't afford themselves to keep going and the pub's not going to shut someone else has taken it on but that pub in particular was a great live music venue yeah constable um remember the game store gamblers yeah, Dunstall Gamblers then, yeah. guys. And it had um, open mic night. Yeah. So young people or bands could get up and play three or four songs, have a 20-minute set on a – I think it was a Monday night, that was. And, and you know, it was great. Sometimes we'd go in there for a few pints on a Monday, see what was happening, and we'd see two or three great little bands in a row. But, you know – I felt so sorry for them when they were telling me because they didn't want to give awful. it up. They just couldn't carry on anymore. It That's was, so sad. And they'd been there a long time. That's a long, long time. time. It was, I don't, they didn't say it, but I got a inkling that it was affecting as it would do if you were in that trade. Yeah. You know, it was affecting their personal relationship. It was affecting, you know, money worries and all that. Luckily they've got other employment elsewhere, but you know, this is, this COVID thing is a, and it was always a struggle even before that. It, it was a struggle yeah. for pubs. They were struggling to begin with. Yeah. And then this hit, you know, I just can't imagine how many pubs, wonderful pubs like that have been lost. Oh, no, that's what, I, that's what I seriously worry about. The local that I go to at the moment, this is my main drag. He's, he's, he's yeah. walking distance from my house. And it's a big pub for the area, for, for, for where I live. Like I said, it's not the yeah. hugest place, but it's a big pub walking distance they've had two refurbishments in three years and it's you know if that closes yeah. then a lot of which at the moment it's not got anyone running it because they've had to hand it in because of covid you know so if that who, closes, who it's they a big handed pub. it into what, what well what? you know that well it's the a brewery run pub so the brewery oh, okay. run it and then yeah. they have their landlords and lady, ladies in who lease it they couldn't afford it and they just they just took it on before the first lockdown 
hoping to make a go of it. Yeah. And then, of course, it's absolutely crippled all these companies. So wow. a lot of these places, listening to local news, listening to local radio, a lot of these places, especially the older generation, would go in for maybe a pint, even if it was one drink in the yeah. day. And it was their way of breaking their day up, if you want. Some of these people are lonely people. Um, going into these pubs, just having a chat with the landlord or whoever was in the pub, passing the time of day with them, having a bit of chitter chatter, and they haven't been able to do that for months. And it's not only the pubs that are suffering, but a lot of the long-standing locals that have yeah. gone. You know, it's a part of British way of life. It's part of any way of life. I should imagine it's the same in America as well with the bars and yeah. taverns you have over there. It's, yeah. you know... It's hopefully, it, hopefully we won't lose it. No, I hope not. You got to think a lot of these people could be lonely, and it's the only chance of getting out to see somebody just for their mental health. You know, you got to think about things like that, and these are just little escapes for them. And then if you ask closing this right on their doorstep, where are they going to go now? And some of them may not be able to drive. So yeah, that's terrible. So that's my 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 trick is the uh, yeah is the worry of. Um, if the local pubs and 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 things for yeah. communities is 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 gonna definitely. go by the wayside, I hope not. So, no, uh, definitely not. Bit of a serious one this week. Usually, I rattle on about some bullshit, but that, that got to me this week. When I met them, it was only today that I bumped into them. Wow, that's so strange. Unbelievably, yeah. I haven't seen them for a long while. That's good enough. So, well, let's give them. Let's hope for the best and hope they do well and find their way. So. Um, yeah. But anyway, you know, what's your rating on that one, Ref? You've just finished yours. I'm finishing mine. So, like I said to you, it's not um, something I would recognise as a as a beer myself. I know it's a pale ale. Um, but if on a blind test, I would have said it's more cocktaily. But I didn't dislike it. It is definitely a summer drink. Yes, yeah. um, I love Mick Foley himself. Oh, legendary there. Milk Foley. Uh, I, I did enjoy it. I, I would drink it again, but I'm just going to go in personal. It's a seven. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Seven out of 10 for milk. Foley. Hats off to the boys. I, I will try a few more of your beers. I'm looking forward to those stouts, especially um, the Gravedigger biscuits. That, that sounds. Ooh, that sounds so, um, yeah. I'll look out for that. Uh, but yeah, seven out of 10 for these boys. Seven out of ten on Mick Foley. I'm gonna. This was interesting. Half of it went down my pants, my soft pants. I'm sorry about that, but <laughs> there we go. It was in the name, um, but that was my silliness. But it was very tasty. Um, you know, just nice in the snow. But I don't know. It didn't quite do it for me. Like some stouts, I've got to be honest. You know, it didn't jump out at me. It didn't stand to attention, if you will um it's a collaboration i want to try one of their own you know of each of these breweries i'm going to try and aim to do that next time perhaps in one of our stout specials do one from fair state brewing and one from barrel theory but i'll go in with a 7.5 i think you know it was a stout but yeah 7.5 there so 7.5 yeah fair play well fair play. Um... I've enjoyed uh, today, Ref. Uh, your mishaps have kept me uh, amused. Well, thank you. A little you. bit of snow's not thrown out the whole of Texas. Uh, 
No. It's, just, it's also thrown you out by the look of it. Ooh. Yeah, I'm sorry for those listening and watching my antics today, but I guess it adds a bit of... He's all, He's all thumbs. All thumbs and fingers, and I, I think maybe the cold, and I'm just a bit jittery out here, perhaps, and then, yeah, but, you know, and with the internet problems, but we will get back to our best. Well, it, you know, I, I think this was good. It's just a bit interesting and a bit of fun, as we yeah. like to do. We're just yeah. honest folks, you know, doing our best here and having a good old chat, and yeah, we will be back with you with another one soon. And this yes, will be a podcast on Spotify, and we are going to post to Instagram as well. Yeah, so, so. all the best, everyone. And uh, yeah, nice t shirt, by the if way. If you find any nice beers out there and you've listened, you know, tap, a, tap us up on Instagram and maybe we'll review them as well. Yeah, definitely. Let us know, and we will say Tara, Tara Ref. Yeah, goodbye to you over there, sir. And cheers to the Dre Barrows. Bye. Oh.